and welcome to another episode of Unlocking Business Potential, your business and advisory podcast backed by Video Taranaki. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Melissa, and I'm joined, as always, by Kelsey. How's it going? Going really, really good. And I'm quite excited to introduce that we actually have another guest on the podcast today. So a chartered accountant here at Video Taranaki, we've got Jaden Timmons. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to good to join this podcast. So cool. We're so excited to have you and to talk about today's topic as well, which is probably a little bit of a good time to start thinking about some budgeting again. But this time we're going to take a, a bit of a look at a personal budget rather than your business budget. Yeah, and so you, Jane, you've done a little bit around this. You've done a couple of talks as well and been on a few panels, I believe, just around budgeting and kind of how that can relate to yeah yeah absolutely you know it's not uh, one of the most popular things that people like to talk about after the big christmas splurge eh? but it's it's probably one of the most important things and it doesn't matter how how big or small you are how much money you earn you know all those good successful companies they have budgets they have forecasts and us us little individuals we need to to ensure that we've got some some planning in place so yes it's not a very sexy topic guys unfortunately but it's very important isn't it to uh to make sure that we've got this this down pack before we get stuck in i just wanted to throw in our usual disclaimer that the information contained in this podcast is general in nature and is no substitute for tailored advice specific to your particular circumstances If you do need advice, make sure to touch base with your usual advisor or touch base with us, melancal at bdo.co.nz. Absolutely. I think you could almost say that with most of our topics, actually. Accounting (laughs) isn't quite what you'd you'd think of as a sexy topic. True. Hey, (laughs) that's all important. (laughs) It's important. That's the main thing. It is important. And budgeting just is important in day-to-day life because... It is how you, lots of people look at you for this. So banks look at you for lending. You've got, um, if you want to buy a new car and you go to a finance company, they're going to look at your potential to repay. And all of that revolves around your ability to budget and manage your finances wisely. And that's even more important at the moment with the changes to the home mortgage lending thresholds. We're seeing that banks are taking a microscopic look at people's spending before they will approve mortgages. So it's really important that you know where your money's going and making sure that you're living within your means if you are planning to make a big purchase anytime soon. Absolutely. (laughs) It's a bit scary that uh, big big brother's watching us, isn't it? And they're becoming, with all these incredible technologies, they can watch us more closely and they can see uh, those TAB spending habits and they can see all the wonderful things we do in our personal lives. So, yeah, look, budgeting is is really important and, and just getting in the right mindset. Mindset is key with budgeting. So, you know, getting in the right mindset before you start off. Otherwise, you're never going to get into it. You know, you're just going to keep pushing it out, pushing it to the side. So, yeah, it, it can be exciting when you've got control and uh, over your money and, and you start to make some progress. You know, you're going to start to enjoy this. It's not always going to be painful. 
It's exciting to see like savings, for instance, build up in your account, right? Although you know that they're destined for something, it is nice to see the progress of something like a savings account building up. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just going back to that mindset, mindset is really important because if you think, if you keep telling yourself, you know, that I'll, I'll never be able to afford that, I'll never be able to do that, you know, and you think, oh, I'm always broke, I'm bad with my money. Well, you know what? You're probably going to be bad with your money if you keep telling yourself that. And if you don't have a plan and you don't actually get going. So, you know, it's really important to be positive about it. Start telling you good things, you know, start making small steps, but small steps going to achieve big goals. So that's that's the most important thing. Absolutely. So I guess the first thing is, You've talked a little about the mindset, you're in that positive mindset. So how do we actually go about creating a personal budget? Yeah, well, this is the cool thing about the technology that's around nowadays. You know, a lot of the hard work is already done. Back in the day, you know, you had to crunch a, crunch numbers on a spreadsheet or even worse, a piece of paper. And But nowadays, you know, a lot of these templates are, are, are already online. You can go to um, many different places, sorted.org.nz. They've got some stuff there, even the banks. You know, they've, they've got some templates. We've got a template. So by all means, get in contact with the podcast team here and we can um, sort you out with a template that's really effective, easy to use, easy to adapt. Um, some of the cool stuff. If you're tech savvy, you know, come on, podcast people, you're all tech savvy here. Um, yep. Is the is like Dollarbird, the apps. The apps are really cool now, you know, so you can track what you're doing and you can uh, get it recorded on your phone as, as you're going going along. And that's going to make life really easy for yourself. So crying out loud, make sure you don't think, oh, I have to set a budget, I have to sit down and I have to write a whole lot of stuff out or crunch numbers on a sheet. That that those days are gone, you know. Thank those, those days are gone. <laughs> Thank goodness. Even for us accountants, <laughs> we we're pleased that the software's got up up to speed. Absolutely, the easiest way to do things. Uh, it's it's definitely taking the the pain out of some of these tasks, which makes them easier to do. I think mm. cool things with those templates is it reminds you about things that you spend on. If you were just doing it on paper. How many times you write out what you spend all your money on and forget half of what it actually is? Because you forget that you have your gym subscription or you forget that Charles Daycare, I got an invoice today for Playball that is a certain amount every single term as well. You just forget about little things like that. So having the templates do give you a kind of good refresher or reminder about what expenses there could be. They keep you honest. And it's also a good reminder when you go through things that actually this is where my money's going and sometimes you look at it and go I completely forgot I had that subscription that I don't use anymore maybe it's the gym maybe it's Netflix it's and always the gym probably the gym <laughs> especially in February when it's, you know, those new year's resolutions are gone um yeah. and you go actually let's this is costing me this much money every month every year I'm just gonna go cancel it because I'm not gonna keep wasting my money on it That's a really good point. It's almost like a, taking a bit of a snapshot of your life and say, okay, where am I at? And then asking the question, where am I really at? 
you know <laughs> what do I really use here or is it just a donation to the gym membership or you know have I got Prime Netflix and Disney you know <laughs> do I need all three of those and you know just taking taking stock and going you know what I can save money you can actually save money pretty quick by just chopping a few of those things that you, you probably don't even feel if you didn't didn't have them all you know so for me I think it's about like I said mindset is key to start with guys just keep it simple you know get one of these templates make a start you know make a start on filling it out and and evaluating your life and seeing, you know, seeing where you want to head and what you want to go and keep those goals, keep those goals. It might be the new house, it might be the car, it might be whatever, it might be upgrades. Keep those front and centre so you know what you're heading towards so that when you say, you know what, I'm going to get rid of my Netflix account, but what am I going to achieve by doing that? You know, keep that front and centre. Otherwise, you, you'll be negatively geared. So make sure that you you, you you get excited about it somehow. <laughs> get excited about it and, and, and make a start. That's the most important thing. And I think the thing that really makes it quite motivating and gets you in that mindset is if you do have that big long-term goal or something that you're saving towards, whether it's saving for the deposit of your first home or saving for some renovations or that big overseas holiday when the world reopens, that if you've got that savings goal in mind, then you can get really excited about even just saving a couple of hundred dollars a month that you know is going towards that big exciting thing that's that's making you want to save. I find that if I just have a set amount going into savings with kind of no destination for it, it's far easier to spend yeah. that money than if yeah. it's like, oh, no, I actually have something I want to do. It just motivates you a little bit more. Easy to flog that money out of the array if you <laughs> oh, I'm so good with my money, I've saved some, so let's take it for a holiday, you know. So it is important that we have our goals set too. And I was just about one of the biggest, biggest thing with this is actually, especially if you're married or you've got a partner or something like that, is to actually sit down with them and set the goals because there, there's a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of marital disputes and <laughs> disruptions over money in fact the the research says it's it's the biggest form of argument is money in the household so yeah. you know if you've got a significant other that you have to talk to you, you've got to try to get them on board when you're doing this process you know they might not agree with everything you're doing but try to get them on board so that you can stop the fighting you can you can get a, a, a achieve a goal together and you know what that's going to that's going to bring in a little bit of accountability to each other as well and almost a bit of excitement, you know, that you're both heading towards the same goal. That's a really, really important factor because, yeah, on your own, it's easy. You just make your own decisions. But within like a partnership or like a family unit, you do need to be considerate because if you think, I'm going to save this much this day and you've got joint bank accounts and your partner goes off and vlogs all that money, you're not going to be so happy, are you? Yeah. Yeah, well, and what happens sometimes? Your partner's pretty good at cutting off your subscriptions that you like, but not theirs. <laughs> so watch for that one, guys. Watch for that one. There might be your, yeah, yeah, your your, the, your cool stuff has gone real fast. <laughs> yeah, so talk communication. Honestly, communication with anything. In fact, all these podcasts would be the same. Communication with uh, with 
is key for all things business-minded, money-minded, and, and, and having clear communication where you're trying to head from the beginning. Absolutely. I think that kind of brings me into some of like some thinking about your spending habits when you talk about partnerships and different people within a relationship and families and all sorts. So I've always been under this assumption that you tend to get your spending habits from your parents. So if your parents are crap with money, chances are you're going to be as well. But if your parents are pretty good with it, then they've hopefully taught you some savings plans. I think I, I'm half and half on this. My my parents aren't great with money, but I think they've yeah. seen my better. Yeah, yeah modelled behaviour isn't it? Model behavior. Yeah, we definitely pick up on it. Uh, my wife is a school teacher, so man alive. She keeps telling me what whatever our kids see us doing, they're probably going to end up doing it as they grow older. So absolutely, I agree. You probably have caught many good habits as well as bad habits from your parents. But for me, I think the kicker here is that you can change. You know, you're not stuck in a mold. You can change as many things in your life that you've um, adapted and got from your parents, but even tweaked, you know, changed, made better, made it suit your life, or even things you've gone, you know what, mum, I don't think mum and dad were right here. This, you know, you get into your maybe late teens, early 20s, and you go, what was mum and dad thinking? You know, what <laughs> were they up to? So thinking, uh, again, it comes back to this, it's a mindset shift. So don't bog yourself down and think, oh, since dad or mum was no good with money, I can't be any good with money. I've just got these inherited habits. That That's baloney, really, to be honest. You can't use that excuse, guys. you got to get rid of that, and you got to think, you know what, I can change where I want to head in life. I can make stuff happen for myself. And the cool thing is, you know, your parents might even see those changes in you and go, you know what, maybe I need to implement them myself. You think that being able to change your spending habits is definitely achievable for anyone and not to stick with the fact that, oh, I've always done this for my 20 years or whatever it is, I'm going to do this forever. So how how can they really, how can someone change spending habits though? Like what's the first step? Okay, got some key points here. So listen carefully. (laughs) And these are not rocket science at all. And you're going to go, well, I know that, but hang on a minute. You got to ask yourself, do I actually do it? Because say, say for instance, if you like buying clothes, and there's some ladies and men that like buying lots of clothes, if you hang out at the clothes shop or you hang out at the mall all the time, you're at a higher percentage of chance to buy clothes, right? So as I said, it's not rocket science. So you've got to change your habits of the way you live in life. You don't want to spend as much time in places that where you're likely to hand over the cash. You know, you got you got to go. Just limit it. You know, so okay for guys, it might be. I'm a shocker at super cheap. So for me, super cheap is just fabulous. It's like it's like the warehouse of all things good. You know, and everything <laughs> I find, I'm like, I've got enough tools to save a sink a battleship, but I still need more. So if I hang out at super cheap, by the time I get out of there, I've found something else to buy. So I've had to say, okay, you know, Jaden, don't go there every Sunday morning, <laughs> you know. Don't just hang out there with your son, you know, like you're at a party. 
So <laughs> it's those sort of things that you've really just got to go, okay, be honest with yourself and go, right, do I do I really need to hang out at a place that's going to probably get me to spend money that I don't I don't need to spend it on, you know? So that's that's a, the first real kicker to changing habits. This stuff is simple. It is honestly simple, but if you're honest with yourself, that's what we end up doing. We end up going to places to spend money to make ourselves happy. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the boys going out and having a drink. Oh, the TAB's there. Oh, the pokies are there. Oh, look, these, all my money's gone. Oh, come on, don't pick on the boys, you girls. <laughs> no, but it's so true. It's so true. So, yeah, I mean, on that point, what what I like to do is remember you're in control of your money when you've got a budget. So you can actually allocate you, yourself some money that you can spend rather than saying, oh, I can't go there and I can't spend anything. Maybe allocate yourself a, a limited amount of money that you can spend so you can get in this mindset of saying, we're not, I can go and have a look at Super Cheap, but I've only got 20 bucks this week. You know what I mean? And then you you know what you're going to end up doing? You're going to go, well, actually, I want this thing worth 50, but I'm going to save up. And by the time you've saved up, you might go, you know what? I don't I don't want to spend 50 on that anymore. I want to keep the money. <laughs> so that's the shift. It's a mindset shift, but it does work. I've been in this position and you've just got to try not to go to places that tempt yourself all the time. That's really, really smart, but actually super easy when you think yep. about it. Yep. It affects us all, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. None yeah. of us are perfect. We might be accountants, <laughs> but it doesn't mean we're amazing with our own money all the time. Oh, no. You know, that's a, that's a great now. It's like when you're at the hospital and you're sitting waiting for someone and you see the nurses outside smoking. <laughs> and you think, I often thought to myself, you know, not picking on the nurses because they're front line at the moment, not picking on the nurses, but you think, oh, man. That's not a good life habit. And us as accountants, sometimes we don't have good life habits as well. So by all means, people out there podcast, you know, we're all in this together. We've all got stuff we need to learn and we're all, in the, all, all trying to progress through it. So stay positive and uh, keep your chin up. So we've, we've made this budget, we've changed our spending habits, we're kind of, seems like it's working, but probably the main thing is going to be having that accountability and also having that ability to amend your budget as your life circumstances change. So where do you think like both of those falling in can be appropriate? Oh, wow. Yeah, this is key. And the best way I like to describe this is, you know, that, that we'll go back to the gym membership one. So, you know, we get all geared up, New Year's resolution. The easy part is signing the form or online doing the gym membership. It's easy to actually even make the payment. But what's the hardest step? Actually actually going is, is, is difficult. So when it comes to accountability to start with, you know, you've got to actually try to find someone in your life as the personal trainer. That's the best way to have it. So it could be mum and dad. It could be whoever. It could be best friend. Could Hopefully it could be your partner, your spouse. You know, someone that's going to give you a bit of a kick in the a healthy kick in the bum in the morning to say, "Hey, are we are we on the same page here? Are we are we going to try to achieve this goal? Are we off to the gym today?" You know, so 
that's really important to get that someone, that personal trainer in your life to help motivate you through it because you're going to start off with a hiss and a roar and then you're going to get, you know, so make sure you can have someone to fall back on. It could be your accountant, could be your bank manager, could be anybody like that to just say, hey, we, you can do this. Look, look where you've come from. Look what's happening. Um, so once you start the process, you're rolling with it. You may have someone that's keeping you accountable. But then what happens? Something beyond your control. You know, something big beyond, beyond your control. Maybe your car breaks down or maybe um, the plumbing goes and you need someone to, to, to come and fix it and you haven't budgeted for that. So now's the time that you actually have to go and do a bit of a reset because it's now become slightly different, you know. It, and that's a budget is not static. It, it evolves. It moves with you as you live. So that's a really key mindset too. It doesn't mean that you change your budget to buy a new car with the latest model for no reason. Just make sure you get that right first because it only changes when there's something that's so significant that you have no control over. All right, guys. So then you need to reset your budget, and 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 most of it will stay the same, but you just need to recalibrate as you go through. So budgeting's not static; it continually goes with you. And you know, if something bad happens, it's all right. Don't panic. Just reset your budget, and then get back down to business again. And you'll feel more in control when these things happen in your life as well. Now, rather than freak out. I think for me. It's yes, you're going to have things that pop up that are unexpected and maybe take more of your funds. But especially when you're new to budgeting, you may not succeed at cutting out some of the splurges as you might have thought. So you might find initially that you still have a little bit of those bad habits creeping into your actual spending. And I guess the thing is, is don't be too hard on yourself at those times as well just take it and look at it and go all right last month wasn't quite what I planned wasn't quite as well behaved as I should have been um but don't give up on that just take that as a this is a stepping stone this is a learning and we're just going to get back on track yeah there's definitely some ways to counteract that like so the bank provides services where you can have savings accounts that you can't access so you go to spend and it declines and there's no other option. Like if it's getting to the point where that's required, like there are options available for you as well. So don't ever feel like you are you have no one there to control you if you feel like you need that as well. Mm, that's a good point. I think what's key, team, is you've got to make it realistic. Some of us come off the, you know, man, I keep coming back to this gym membership thing, but, you know, some of us think, oh, in two months I'm going to be just, you know, muscles popping out or slim as or whatever. But come on, guys, got to be a little bit realistic. It takes a little bit of time to get rolling. So you might start your budget and then you might go, you know what, that was, comp- I was way too hard on myself. Don't go too easy on yourself, but just, just realistically assess it at least every month and go, okay, right. Now I know what I can do and I know where I need to head. And because you don't want to make it slavery either because you're just going to give that thing up. You're going to try to hit the cancel button as fast as possible. So, yeah, get in the right mindset and try to keep positive and keep moving forward with it. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jaden. I did have a little quote that I've written down because I tend to be putting these at the end of most of our episodes. And it was one that says, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And I think that's quite fitting. Oh, very fitting. Well, thanks for having me, guys. And I hope you everyone learned something you know just remember stay out of the shopping malls <laughs> stay out of super cheap <laughs> no be positive people be positive yeah i'll definitely learn to say i'll show that thanks for listening to this episode of unlocking business potential if you enjoyed what you heard make sure to head along to your favorite podcast app and like rate and subscribe so that you can receive notifications on when the next episodes are released. And if you do have any questions for either myself or Melissa, or are in need of tailored advice, please do not hesitate to contact us at melinkel at bdo.co.nz. And we look forward to joining you next time on Unlocking Business Potential, your business and advisory podcast backed by BDO Taranaki.